It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Off the Hook, airing on OffTheHookSports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Welcome. Before we get rolling, stop, hesitate, and listen. Yeah, that was a reference to a rapper back in the day. Stop, hesitate, and listen. Press the subscribe button. That's a given. That kind of rhymed. Go ahead and press that subscribe button so we can be a part of your daily routine with Amanda LaFrada. I'm Dave Hooker, a monster show on tap today, including the topic that I'm excited about, and that is who are you not buying in the SEC this season? Maybe who's overrated? Also, um, we will visit uh, a little bit later with Chris Landry to talk about Byron Young and Tennessee's defense. And we'll talk Cruton uh, with Wilkie Denod set to make his announcement. Aiden Mazel coming up as well. So we've got a lot to get to on the program today with Amanda LaFrada. I am Dave Hooker. We thank you for listening. And uh, again, please hit that subscribe button and like. It helps us bring you more info on the balls and our YouTube page. I will just say because of Amanda is incredible. So you've got to check that out. Uh, We'd love a subscription there. We'd love notifications on your Twitter and all the good stuff and make us a part of your day. So if you're just tuning in at any point, you want to go back and listen, we're right there on the YouTube. So Amanda LaFrada, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. It's a polka dot Wednesday, a new shirt. Are you giving it a thumbs up or thumbs down? I like it. Um, my, I just want to let you know, last night my soul left my body for about 20 minutes after I mowed the lawn in yeah, like humidity. S- you texted me, and it was like 5.45 or 6.15, somewhere in there, and you're going out to mow the lawn. It's supposed How did to rain. That go? 
it's, it was supposed to rain. So I was like, well, got to get this done or the, you know, the little Italian man that I live with is going to be real mad. So I went outside to do it and I literally, I got inside after an hour. So I, I mowed the front and the back, push mower, all that stuff. Got inside after an hour and my soul came through my skin and left my body for a moment, but it returned. It returned Good. So. I'm glad you're back and I'm glad you're alive and, and, okay. and with us. So feel free to comment and we will respond throughout the program, whether you're on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. So let's get to the starting lineup, what's happening in the wide world of sports, in particular the South. And it's brought to you by our friends at Honey Bee Coffee, a great way to start your day right there in Knoxville. You can shop online, so just go to Honey Bee Coffee, and it's a great, great uh, product that they're putting together the top three percent of the beans that are out there in coffee and amanda loves coffee she gives it a big big thumbs up so okay she got some right yep she's got some right there so Thank you. i love it amanda the starting lineup today i want to start uh, a little bit outside the box big 10 uh, media days and uh, now there are sources saying that other schools are being considered by the big 10 including Oregon, Washington, Stanford, Cal, Miami, and Florida State. So who dies first? Is it the ACC or the Pac-12, Pac-10, whatever it is now? Pac-12. Hands down, the Pac-12 is already, I mean, it's wounded. It's wounded. And if it sits there, it's going to bleed out. Yeah, it's not good, but I don't think that the I don't think that the ACC is in great shape either, especially if they lose Florida State, and Miami. What really do they have left at that point? And then you're the SEC, which we were at SEC Media Days last week, and I thought the Commissioner Greg Sankey was very open and honest. He is not going to just up and add a team for funsies. He feels like he already has a super conference. I tend to agree with that. You've got definitely the two best programs currently in the nation as far as tradition if you want to look over the past 50 years you probably got i would say eight of the top 15 or 20 somewhere in there yeah Are if you, you talking went tradition, about with, the, with the addition of texas and oklahoma definitely with that but okay. i mean i sure. could make it i could probably cobble together eight pretty quick uh, tennessee alabama georgia lsu florida so I'm at five. And LSU wasn't really relevant until. They weren't relevant in the 90s. Uh, no, that's they true. Were... And they were very irrelevant in the 80s. But I think they've done enough now that I would well, consider now... them one of the top. Well, I thought they were one of the top tier programs when Nick Saban took the job. Because, right. because if you look at per capita, more NFL players come out of the state of Louisiana than any other state. So I thought they were a premier job back then, even when they were terrible in the 80s and 90s. Right. But, but they weren't historic. They're not like historically powerhouses, like a powerhouse. Yeah. If you go back to Billy Cannon, but it, a sleeping giant may, may be a better way to put it. I would put yeah. them in the top 20 programs in the nation. So could I come up with eight? I think I could um, pretty close to that. So let's say let, let's do it again. Tennessee, Florida, um, Texas, Oklahoma, 
LSU, Alabama, Georgia, I'm at seven. I feel like I'm missing some. Maybe maybe it's just seven. Maybe it's seven of the premier of the mm-hmm. seven of 20 of the premier. Who am I missing? Am I missing anyone? I mean, if you're talking football, I don't think you're missing anybody. But if you're talking basketball, too, you'd have to put Kentucky in there. That would be eight. Yeah, I was leaning towards football, but that certainly, I mean, Kentucky Missouri. the Blue Buds. I'm kidding. Yes, Missouri. I just wanted to poke the bear this morning. Yeah, with Elijah, the polka-dotted bear. So, and it looks like th- this is something that's pretty interesting as this conference news continues to shake out. And then we're going to get to Tennessee as Tennessee will have their media day on Sunday. Also, we have a countdown of the the top incomers, whether it be transfers, whether it be whatever, we will discuss them and just incoming freshmen as well. But it looks like uh, a new ESPN offer for the uh, Pac-12 will be $320 million per year for 12 years. Okay, so we're looking at uh, what about $25 million per school? Uh, somewhere in there. Uh, the previous offer was for $24.5 million. So you know, they are going to lower this now that Southern Cal and, and UCLA are not going to be a part of it. So I think you're going to see a pretty significant financial bump, Amanda. And again, that just drives people to want to come to the SEC. Who, what program in the nation wouldn't want to be in the SEC, is there a single program that if the SEC called, they wouldn't, they wouldn't answer? I mean, no, probably not. But I don't see the point. I would, well, honestly, yes. I think Ohio State, and Michigan, neither one of them would answer. I think they would stay in the Big Ten. No, I think that's yeah, especially with the addition of yeah. USC and UCLA. So they're yeah. just too competitive with the sec like they're they would they would rather die on the hill of the big 10 if it was going down than they would join the sec i think there's a lot of truth to that i think we'll find out too exactly what um what notre dame is going to do so that's going to be interesting so it is looking like if, if you broke up the math now that these individual schools are going to get about 26 million of the $320 million per year uh, contract for 12 years. So, I mean, that's a significant amount of change. And really all of these contracts just top, <coughs> excuse me, uh, they top one another. Um, so whenever the SEC and the Big Ten contract is is close, they were waiting for USC and UCLA. Whenever that comes out, they're going to top that. But while I was watching Big Ten media days, does it not feel like Jim Harbaugh has been the head coach of Michigan for like eighty years? I mean, I, know he, I mean, I know he hasn't. But no. was it gosh, Brady Hope, the one before him? Yeah, he's he's yeah. kind of like to me he's he's a, a little bit like Aaron Rodgers that with the, the, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay thing like Brett Favre did. That just gets really, really old. Doesn't that wear on you? My son came home last night and he said, you know, I'm just sick of hearing about Aaron Rodgers. Cause I brought up in case you didn't see it. There's a video where he's doing like the con air thing and he's brushing back his long hair. When Nicholas cage walks out from the explosion in slow-mo 
But uh, Jim Harbaugh is like Aaron Rodgers to me or Brett Favre. I'm sick of hearing whether or not you're going to stay at your current position next year. I don't go around in my daily life and ask everybody, hey, are you going to be doing the same thing next year? Well, I know, but if you're going to blame it on anybody, blame it on the media. Don't blame it on Jim Harbaugh. He's not the one out there going, maybe I'll stay. Maybe I won't. Let's see. I mean, it's the media constantly asking him. Yeah, uh, so if you're you're probably right on that. Um, but what are you supposed to do? Jim Harbaugh, I am surprised, though, that he's hung out as long as he has because, you know, he took that pay cut. You never hear of a coach taking a pay cut. He took a pay cut at Michigan. So I was like, OK, well, after this year, he then he's it. he does. I thought he was gone to the NFL, but yeah. he's just a weird dude. The more people I talk to in coaching circles are just like he's just not wired completely right. Uh, no, he is. He is super weird. I heard his like an interview with Colin Cowherd, who loved Jim Harbaugh before that interview. It was a few years ago, I think, right when he got the Michigan. Oh, job. I remember that. Yeah. I Do remember you remember that, that interview? Good yeah. lord! Like that was terrible. I was. I mean, Jim Harbaugh was just as, as I put it, he was a stale cracker. Like he was just. I remember that. Given nothing, and I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. Yeah, it's like, why don't you just tell me you don't want to do it? Like, yeah. that's that's my other rule kind of in, in journalism is no comment me all day. Just don't flat out lie to me and lead me down the wrong path. So yes. those are kind of my two rules. If you just don't want to do the show, don't do the show. But don't show up and be absolutely horrible. I don't care how bad your day is. So you're talking to uh, an awful lot of people. Okay, so Amanda and I rarely disagree as that is headlines brought to you again by Honeybee Coffee right there in Knoxville, but you can shop online, Honeybee Coffee. So we don't disagree a lot. We agree that... To disagree. We we even agree on my faults at times, but we, we are disagreeing a little bit on today's tough question, which we will post on Twitter. Today's tough question brought to you by our friends at Pedigo in Chattanooga. You don't know what it's like to have an e-bike until you have an e-bike and then you're scooting all over town and you're having a fantastic time because of Pedigo Chattanooga. It's a great way to get around downtown Chattanooga. Pedigo, it's about quality not about just shipping them out to you. So today's tough question. Here's what I like a lot. And I thought of this and I was super proud of myself last night. Amanda and I, because, Amanda and I are workaholics. So we're texting each other at midnight when, when we have to yeah. be up at uh, fairly early. Uh, Amanda earlier than me, because she's got to get gussied up. I just hop in the shower, run a razor across my face and here we go. So I, I love it. Well, yeah, you don't have any stubble. So I love this question. <laughs> I love this question. But Amanda doesn't like it. I don't. So, I don't like okay. it. So the uh, you just, okay, so those that are watching right now can go ahead and comment if you like this question, because I love it. And I want to play this one for a little bit, and then we can change it up if you want. But who would you want to date your sister? Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Or Nicolas Cage. Or how about who would you allow to date your sister? Neither one. Okay. Then it's Aaron Rodgers, Nicolas Cage, neither. And let's no. see where that goes. And then we can reset it later. That is a 
golden question. So let me ask you this. You have a, you have a sister. I'm an only child. So I don't care what all the women in the world are doing other than my mom, wife, and daughter. So, and you, well, I mean, I hope as long as things are going good, but, um, I love that question because Aaron Rodgers is so self-centered and Nicholas Cage is so self-centered that I don't know if Aaron Rodgers meant to draw that parallel when he did that. I'm brushing my hair back, walking to practice camp is open. I'm Nicholas Cage. I don't know if he meant to do that, Amanda. I think he did. But they're both both so unbearable. And have you seen that Nicolas Cage movie, The uh, Unbearable Weight of Immense Talent, which is like a loose film about Nicolas Cage's career? You know, he does like eight movies a year and yeah, no, because he needs because he needs okay. the money um, because he bought all kinds of houses. And then the house Did he buy an island or something. He bought an island and he bought like a That's mansion in downtown New Orleans, a mansion in downtown New Orleans. Why would you do that? I don't know. That's like one of the places on the earth that you want to get in and out. You have a good time yes. for three days. You don't live there. I'd be fat no. as all get out. Well, so, also you could get taken out by like a hurricane. Seriously, like you, I mean, that I'm saying not you personally, but your house could be destroyed by a hurricane or floods. Like we saw, it's not great down there to live. That is true. New Orleans is on my list of places that I don't need to go back to. So uh, who would you want to, who would you allow to date your sister? Aaron Rodgers, Nicolas Cage, or neither? We got to roll with that. No, everyone's going to choose neither. Everyone. Okay, no. then no good neither. You have to say so you have to choose no. one. Well, yeah. you don't have to if you don't vote. Okay, you have to choose one. Give it a shot and we'll reset it. If it doesn't play, we'll reset it. Okay, well, then we should put neither in there. But also, I wanted to do which quarterback would you take for this season in the NFL? That was mine because there could be some debate there. I love that. We will get to that. But can we start with this? But let me ask you the question. Would it be Aaron Rodgers or Nicolas Cage? You have a sister. Michael already says neither. I Um, told you. (laughs) That's right. Okay, but Michael, you got to pick one. So give me one. Yeah, Michael, give me one that you have to take. So neither is the way that Michael's going. But I believe there's hope out there for Aaron Rodgers. I'd pick Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I would probably pick Aaron Rodgers because he's, you know, in the NFL and you get to go to the super cool events. But I'm actually, but I'm actually going to go Nicolas Cage because he's so awesome and quirky. I just think hanging out with him would be kind of cool. I'd knock his teeth out. I couldn't handle it. Well, I mean, I would have to take a break. There would be some extended uh, something like where I have to get away. And Michael does say, if I had to pick, it would be Rogers. Well, yeah, because Rogers is at least, you know, I think he's 38. So that helps. Nicolas Cage is 20 years older than Rogers and a weirdo. I wouldn't let my sister date Nicolas Cage unless I got a yacht. 
a yacht. What Something. I okay. Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers probably has more money than than Nicholas Cage. Because possibly, Nicolas Cage, but I feel like he hoards it. No, no, Nicholas Cage went bankrupt. He overspent. No, oh. that's what I'm oh. saying. Like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, so you're money. not going to get the yacht with Rodgers. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, um, he is and, a national treasure, though. That's true. Yeah, and I got foggy gaming said Nick Cage is a national treasure, literally, because he was in that. And yes, Michael, we are pimping out your our sisters. I'm I don't not have I'm a sister. If I <laughs> have to choose one or the other, like what's the upside here for my like myself when it comes to myself? If I'm gonna act like Aaron Rodgers or Nicolas Cage and just focus on me, I need to figure out what the upside is. Okay, I told you that question was gold. That's gold, Jerry. Gold. Fine. Gold. I told you that was absolutely marvelous. I still have my moments. I'm not too old for that, despite all the gray hair. I want to remind you that City Heat and Air Conditioning is City Heating and Air Conditioning right there in North Knoxville is the place that you need to go to in order to get your unit looked at don't believe in all those trucks driving around that say a 29 dollars service call it's integrity at city heating and air conditioning they will take care of you back in two minutes it's uh, nicholas cage is winning this thing he's going to win so much just because you'd be worried he should end up in his basement so much Talent. What if I did the rest of the show in my Nicolas Cage voice? I quit. Back in two minutes. Off the hook sports. Gary Viles here. I want to personally invite you to North Knoxville's newest sports bar and restaurant. It's Big Orange Phillies, located in Black Oak Center. And yes, folks, it's happening in halls. Big Orange Phillies offers family-friendly environment with homemade meals and the best deli South subs around. Billiards, darts, jukebox, shuffleboard, and cornhole, and a full bar. We also offer valet parking on weekends and during special events. We even have a covered back patio. It's happening at Big Orange Phillies. We want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. There's your This is Al's Desk Barbecue Supply, so come on in and see all the different rubs and sauces we have, plus a complete line of Green Mountain Grills. Don't be overwhelmed. We have plenty of help so you can produce the best barbecue and amaze your family and friends. Barbecue is America's food, and we'll do what we can to bring you all the best products. We're Al's Nest Barbecue, but Chattanooga goes to grill. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get to Vassie Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vassie, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. 
At Bassey's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Bassey Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. I love Amanda LaFrada. just absolutely throwing heat during the break, playing off the question. So we're going to change it up just a little bit. She, if you're watching on video, she's proud of herself. She's got the, she's got the face. And uh, so we were going to say, who would you let your sister date? Would it be Nicholas Cage or would it be Aaron Rodgers? But they're both weirdos. So we would stick with the weirdos, but this guy happens to be a cheater too. And that is who, okay. So you go ahead and put it out there. Cause I'm going to go ahead and vote for Nicholas Cage. Okay, Which person so, would you pick to date your sister? Aaron Rodgers, Nicolas Cage, or Jeremy Pruitt. Yay. At the end of the day, can Jeremy Pruitt get absolutely zero votes? Probably will. I, I wanted to include Amber Heard in that, but I decided against it. I don't know who Amber Heard is. The Johnny Depp. Amber oh, Heard. so she the would date your sister? girl. No, oh, it, yeah. would you pick her to date your sister? But then I thought there's some weirdos out there could comment on that. And that'd be weird. <laughs> so we just decided to move so on. We just decided to And move went on with Jeremy that. Pruitt, who, by the way, we did pick three unique weirdos. I mean, we did. And Jeremy Pruitt is not just a bad coach and a cheater. He's he's oh a weirdo gosh. in person, too. Somebody voted so, for Jeremy Pruitt. Oh, my gosh. Already? Oh my gosh, Craft Treats is the place that you need to oh go for, for that CBD treats. They've got the minor cannabinoids that increase the benefits of CBD. Go to Craft Treats, that's crafttreats.com. Great for situational anxiety, things like storm anxiety for your pet, car ride anxiety, and more. So we remind you to stop, hesitate, and listen. Hit the subscribe button. We certainly appreciate that. Go ahead and hit that subscribe and like button and turn your notifications on so that we can be a part of your daily routine. So who are you not buying in the SEC this season? We come off of SEC media days and it's all rainbows and uh, rose petals and everything's great. Everybody's going to finish second to Georgia and Alabama in the East and West, respectively. It's just a matter of them all tying and finishing. Everything's great, right? That's how the SEC Media Days is supposed to work. However, one of these teams that we have talked about in oftentimes glowing terms, Amanda, will not live up to the hype. So yesterday we did sleepers at South Carolina, and you had – LSU, which I thought was a very astute pick. If I could have gone back, I probably would have changed that. But I, that who is most likely to falter this season, Amanda, and not reach their potential, whatever that potential might be? So that's based off projections. Now, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Um, I'm going to go first. Okay, shoot. Georgia. Dad, blame it. I should. Is that who you were gonna pick? Yeah, I was gonna pick Georgia as well. No, because I think Georgia still wins the East. I do, but I think Georgia kind of loaded up 
they were fortunate that they had a ton of defensive talent. I think it was also a situation where you wanted to load up and beat Alabama. Now a lot of those people are gone, and people just naturally assume that Georgia is another national championship contender. I, I've, I've, I use the generational top player when I talk about Will Anderson, but I don't throw that around loosely. That was a generational type of defense, okay? That, mm-hmm. that defense that happened last year was that good. It's not going to be that good this year. And I think that Georgia will be good, and they will certainly be one of the top teams in the SEC and perhaps the nation, but there's a big difference between being number one and number five through seven, which I think is where they will eventually fall. So that's falling short of their expectations. So we both have Georgia. If you had to go anybody else, who would it be? So the reason I go Georgia is – I'm just going to let you know for that. The reason I go Georgia is because I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year. I think, as you said, LSU or LSU had a, had a really great offense under Joe, Joe Burrow, a once in a lifetime kind of thing. And I think Georgia's defense was similar to that. And you just don't repeat after that. Um, Georgia faces Oregon at the beginning. They could fall there. I mean, then they go to South Carolina a couple of weeks after they could fall there. Um, it just depends on who they're facing. But if I had to go with somebody else, I would say Arkansas. I don't think it's going to live up to the hype. That's I know they're super hyped, but still. Uh, see, I really like Arkansas. That surprises me to say that. But, but I mean, my question is, what do you expect out of Arkansas to see if they fall short of that? It, it, that that kind of depends. What are your expectations of Arkansas? Well, I feel like people expect Arkansas to go in and win about probably eight eight games, something of that nature, and I don't think they're going to do it. Um, I, You know, I, I like a lot what Sam Pittman has done. I like the story there. There is a glass ceiling that's one of those – that is one of those programs like South Carolina, who we picked yesterday, that you're only going to get so good because either of in-state talent or lack of financial support. South Carolina has a lack of financial support compared to the, you know, Alabama's, Tennessee's, and Georgia's of the world. And then with Arkansas, you just don't have a lot of in-state talent. And so Arkansas right now is, Arkansas is at six and a half. So I can't fly with you there. I think they'll win over six and a half games. I think they'll win seven or eight. So I I, I want to throw out another potential possibility and that is florida so the whole time we were down at sec media days i don't don't know how many people you talked to about this but i kept getting over and over and over how great billy napier was and and i appreciate that i do but by the same token i've got to see it i got to see a culture change and i think that's a struggle for anybody in year one also uh, you know anthony richardson Looks like a stud. He is kind of like a Cam Newton. I've been told by some people in coaching circles, but ultimately he's got to prove it too. So I think Florida could fall way short of where they are this year, where they're predicted. Now they're predicted at seven wins. So that's not a lot. Uh, If I made it seven and a half, would you take the over or the under just for the sake of argument and no ties? I take the under just because 
I don't, I don't feel like a lot of people in the media expected a lot out of Florida this year, to be honest. Really? No, when we were down there, it was, it was a, really, it was a battle between, you had Georgia first, and then you had a battle between Tennessee and Kentucky for second and third. The, then after that, it was kind of a, meh. You know, who who's Florida really going up against in the SEC East after, you know, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Georgia? There's not – I mean, you have Mizzou, you have Vandy. You know, really, I get this I get this really weird feeling that South Carolina is going to beat Florida this year. And then I think Florida with Napier will turn the tide and start a streak after this year that will be significant. But I just have a weird feeling that South Carolina is going to beat Florida again. And Tennessee. So you think South Carolina beats Tennessee? I don't. No, 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 no. I think oh. that South Carolina beats Florida and Tennessee beats Florida. And I think that's all she wrote for Florida. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I really could. And listen, Billy Napier probably will get things turned around based off what I've heard about him. They'll probably be good again. But it's no given. We talked earlier in the show about LSU being a sleeping giant. So was Florida. I mean, people forget that. Before Steve Spurrier, nobody talked about how much talent no. there was in the state of Florida, Amanda. They were horrible. They were not great. And, you know, now we've we've discovered that there's all this talent in Florida. It took us 30 years to do that, I guess. But, I mean, why Florida wasn't better earlier on is uh, – befuddling so there we go so as far as who we're not buying we are not buying amanda's not buying arkansas neither of us are buying florida and i am or not georgia or and we're both georgia too mitchell says under all day on florida with the seven you make it seven and a half mitchell i'm with you i think seven's a perfect number i think they probably win seven i think the I vegas guys I think the Vegas guys nailed it on this one. I mean, so. I honestly don't know because I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Mitchell. I think I'm going to go under on seven. I don't okay. see. I don't see it. All right. So who we're not buying. There you go. And that is brought to you by our friends at Big Orange Phillies. Big Orange Phillies is in the heart of halls. You will love Big Orange Phillies. Why? Because you can get to a family-friendly place with great, fresh food and also hang out with Billiards Karaoke. They've got the whole nine yards. The last karaoke song you sang, Amanda, was? Nothing. I don't sing. I don't care how drunk you get me. I'm not singing in public. Well, my intent nope. is not to get you drunk and singing in public. I, I have been cajoled into karaoke one time and i think it was i think it was baby got back and it 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 didn't it didn't go it didn't go well my friends actually pulled me off the stage yes that is shocking yeah but when you bump into three uh, high school friends and they're all ladies and they say let's go out but you have to sing and you're like hey this will be fun so you sing but you need to be well aware of SEC Media Days is in Birmingham next year instead of Atlanta. 
It's in I here. thought it was in Nashville. Is it in Nashville next year? Yeah, people are saying it was in Nashville because oh. they were probably going to do it at Opryland Hotel um, oh, that's in right. Nashville. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I just I want enjoy. you to know. I just want you to know that it is a Birmingham Hoover tradition. Whenever we actually return to Hoover in Birmingham, which is the home of the SEC, it is a tradition to have media karaoke night every Tuesday for SEC Media Days. Absolutely not doing it. I sound like a dying cat. Well, you'll at least no. go, won't you? I'll go, but I'm actually, you're, not you're not getting me up there. Actually, you're not allowed to go. It's a great networking event, and I don't want somebody to hire you away. So you're forbidden to go. I'm not even going to tell I you where you're, it is. I think you're good. I think <laughs> good. You're good. Good. Um, I hear Barrett Salee with CBS Sports can really uh, uh, carry a tune. That's what I hear. But Danny we'll Pritchard, I think you're right. Sorry, Danny, Danny. says, if Tennessee beats Florida, it will be a great season. I think it will happen. It's in Knoxville. I think I, think I take the under on the seven. Boy, we're writing something. I can't even remember what it was. And it, sometimes you lose track. And what was the stat? Tennessee had only beaten Florida one time since 2005. You called me and you said, can you double check that? That doesn't sound right. And I was like, I know I triple checked it, but I'm going to, I quadrupled. It just doesn't sound right. I think Tennessee can beat Florida. Oh, sure. I think they, if you don't beat Florida and you're Tennessee, then you got problems. I mean, you really have problems because Florida I, I hate it. I know they're going with Anthony Richardson at quarterback, but they didn't even decide that till recently. So you got problems if you're Florida. And if you don't beat them, Tennessee, you got problems. Boy, I miss that rivalry the way it used to be. The winner has the inside track of to the SEC championship game. It just I used don't to be so. It. Yeah, I, mean, I was old, but like, so the CBS trucks would roll in like on Monday before the game to start doing their pre-stuff and it was just it, there was a different vibe walking around campus when I was a student there at the Florida week I mean it's almost like you didn't want to go to class and you just want to go home well there wasn't the, the internet but you wanted to go somewhere and you wanted to read about the upcoming game I mean I guess you picked up a paper people still do that so it, it was just a special moment I would love for it to get back to that but I don't think it ever will again I mean I, that that Oh, Be, it will. Calm it was down. The, Amanda, it was the biggest game of the month of September in all of college football. It's I mean, still a huge game. I mean, even if okay, take it take it from me, not being a fan of either one, I still want to watch that game. If for nothing else, like it is always I feel like it's always down to the wire, or at least most of the time it is. And somebody's always mad. And then <laughs> somebody is like, I listen to the sports radio or whatever. And um, like Tennessee sports radio, I listened to it one time. And I think it was in 2015. Wait, are we talking? Are we, are the Florida, talking? Tennessee. So you listen to the ball network? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. I can't okay. remember what it was, but whoever was on there. He was so mad, like so mad because it came to like a field goal. And I mean, he was irate. Well, the best is the best is Tim Priest with the Jabbar Gaffney catch, no catch. I don't know if you remember this in the end zone. He had it for like an 
instant and technically according to the rules in the end zone that was i know a lot of people remember this but that was technically a catch but it didn't look like a catch because he had it like instantaneously and it was knocked out of his hands technically according to that rule it was a catch and i remember tim priest just screaming who i love tim priest and we're gonna have on the program before long just screaming no no and it was just this desperation because he wasn't screaming that tennessee was gonna lose he was screaming that that wasn't a catch but it was so emotional and so great that i played it several several times on a show called sports talk that you might have heard of to the point that the ball network called and said you know maybe that's enough and maybe because I played it as rejoins the whole time because I thought it was awesome. I would have said, you know what? My show, my my thing. Sorry. Made it for you. I'll play it as many times as I want. It's kind of what I said. Um, 22 years right there on Chapman Highway. It's the mattress place. Marine Corps veteran owned and A-plus credit. The member of the Better Business Bureau. Over 225 five-star reviews on Google. Huge selection and no gimmicks, just 30 to 70% off. Danny is absolutely just feeling it. He's got Nico will beat them next year, too. So not only is Danny predicting a win this year, he's predicting a freshman goes to the swamp and gets the win uh, next year. And that's a winning streak. Two's a streak. Is two a streak? Look, everybody, you have... we're streaking. Okay, calm down. I think you have to do a – I think you have to make three or more to be a streak because two is a couple. Like, <laughs> that's not a streak. It's like a, a, the word a few. It's a uh, Zool Beer, Zool Beer Company, got to check them out. And Zool Beer Company's award-winning Amanda and a great place to hang out. We're going to have some – pre-football weekend parties at Soul Beer that we're looking forward to. That should be an awful lot of fun. And they win the big time awards too. Yeah, it's really exciting. And I know we're having our first uh, Kill the Lights Festival and that's on homecoming weekend for Tennessee. And it's going to be like over 50 breweries. They're going to have to close down the streets. Like it's going to be insane. So sweet. There's, I know tickets are on sale. They might be sold out. I'm not sure if they will be or not, or if they are or not, but they will sell out. So if you haven't gotten a ticket to go, get a ticket to go. G. Smith saying, I don't think Nico will start next year. Now, that's intriguing. Maybe That's we'll get for to a that. different day. Yeah, but maybe, maybe we touch base on that just a little bit uh, after this because mm-hmm. – would it be a disappointment if he didn't start from day one? I mean, a lot of freshmen don't. Back in two minutes, off the hook sports. It's Gary Viles here, Viles Automotive on Callahan Drive. I've been selling cars here in East Tennessee for 27 years. In that time, I've come to realize it's not about the car. It's about you, the customer. So I'm here to take care of you just like family. Good credit, bad credit, you name it, we can get you taken care of. If we don't have it, we can find it for you. We go across the country to get any vehicle that you want. And here at Viles Automotive, we don't believe in fake numbers. We just give you great deals. And as always, we want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get the Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. 
At Bassey's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Bassey Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. This is Steve Rain. I own the Midnight Oil and Michelin Tire Direct Service Station here in Ottawa. It's not a fancy place, never has been, but it's a clean place with clean restrooms and good folks who work here. We sell gas, fix cars, nothing glamorous, but we love what we do and we're going to keep doing it for a long time to come. There's not many real service stations left and that's a shame. We're the guys just like the guys back in your hometown. We'll fix your tire, change your oil, and put a new set of Michelins on your car. If you want a Twinkie, you'll just have to keep on going. Thanks for the business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Dare to compare. All right, welcome back. I just am getting absolutely berated during the break by Amanda. I mean, just bleh. she's like, oh, your question's terrible. You're terrible. You're ugly. You're getting fat again. And so I did said. not say all that. He said all of that in a I quick did break. Not. Yeah, it was. Am, are my feelings hurt? Yes, they are. But she wants to reset today's tough question, which. I do. Uh, OK, we can reset it. What was it originally? So it was originally, which person would you pick to date your sister? (laughs) And it's Aaron Rodgers, Nicolas Cage, or Jeremy Pruitt. And nobody nobody wants to pick any of them to date their sister. If if you have to pick one, that's the one. Um, But nobody has to pick one, and they don't want to think about that. That's fair. By the yeah. way, what comedy is most overrated was today's sub-question yesterday, and it was between Super Troopers, Ace Ventura, and Dumb and Dumber. Super Troopers won, and it should have. Ace Ventura and, uh, and Dumb and Dumber are just absolute classics. And Danny and G. Smith going back and forth. I can go ahead and tell you today's sub-question for tomorrow if you're ready for that. And that's going to be will you disappoint, be disappointed if Nico Amuleva doesn't start game. No. Yeah. No, it should be. Who's going to be Tennessee's quarterback, starting quarterback in 2023? That should be the tough question because then you could go through Milton, Jackson, Nico. Like you have several different options so people can go back and forth. I like it. This is why I handle the today's tough questions, Dave. Okay, fair. Um, And Danny and G. Smith going back and forth says Milton will start and Jackson will back him up. Uh, Danny saying Jackson's a good quarterback, but Milton throws it over everybody's head. That is true. I think, listen. Milton can't hit anything. Well, and I don't want to put anything on one. I don't want to put too much on one play, but the Ole Miss play was pretty ridiculous. The lack of field awareness just to bounce out of bounds. That was good. Did you see – did you see the meme? No. It oh, it was pretty. It was pretty bad, but it was kind of funny. Where it, people were like, had Milton 
And people were like, why didn't you throw it at the end? And he was like, the announcers came over to the intercom and said, everybody should stop throwing things. So I just decided to stop throwing. And I was like, that's pretty funny. Um, and I don't, I don't like, I don't like trashing oh. young men whatsoever, but he has major mechanical issues that if, if they're not, he's never going to be accurate unless he, he basically think of it like this. Think of it as a really, really bad shooter. Who, who is the guy who I can't remember his name, tall, like guy, great on, no great on defense, uh, perimeter player, can't shoot, played for the 76ers, Ben, Oh, help me. He can't I shoot. I can't help you. I don't watch okay, the NBA. He, he passes up threes. But the point being is you've got to completely tear down Joe Milton. I don't know if they're doing this in the offseason, but his mechanics, man, you, you, you've got to do something there. And I don't know if that can be done in, in an offseason. Uh, Alice Nest Barbecue, great place to stop in for whatever your barbecue needs are right there in Ottawa. And Alice Nest Barbecue can provide you with the pellets that you need with the awesome Green Mountain Grills. They can also uh, hook you up with all the sauces, the rubs, everything you need for your barbecue. Do it like a champ. And uh, G. Smith saying uh, Milton is Hooker's backup now from what I've read and seen. Of it. No, he's definitely Milton is Hooker's backup now as opposed to jackson I hope he's I, gotten better again i i i, I don't want to sound I, I don't want to sound like i'm trashing a kid i think there's a, a real glass ceiling there i mean I, well in, unless you just tore him down built him back up I'd, danny say. says milton should be a running back <laughs> and he might be it might be accurate. I'm not saying I haven't seen anything from him since that game. Ben Simmons, by the way, somebody else. Me out. Ben Simmons can't shoot past Ben the- Simmons. That's who it is. I've heard of yeah. him. I just so, don't like the NBA at all. I do. So I got you covered there. Mm-hmm. So it, um, yeah, I mean, you would have to tear down Joe Milton, basically, and start anew. And I don't know that he wants to do that. I don't know that. Tennessee has the time to do that. So you're resetting today's tough question. Is that what we're doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what I'm going to do. What you're going to do. Danny says Milton should be going back. He runs straight up. Danny, I don't think he would have any non-fractured ribs at the end of the season. Sorry. Go ahead, Amanda. You could teach that. You could teach them to. You want to teach a quarterback to get low and behind his pads at 22 years old? Well, are you going to teach him to to hit, you know, a, a receiver mid-stride at 22 well, years old? I feel like we're dancing around the fact that Joe Milton's not very good. So that's the facts. No offense, Joe Milton. <laughs> yeah, Godsend. And prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Would, would be happy to see it. Yes. Okay, so I'm resetting today's tough question. And I'm saying, who would you take as your starting quarterback in the NFL? And I have Aaron Rodgers, I have Deshaun Watson, I have Kyler Murray, and I have Baker Mayfield. Okay, now Deshaun, am I getting Deshaun Watson where I know the suspension? No, you're getting Deshaun Watson just as, without the suspension. Okay, so so I've got a football team, I'm playing a game tomorrow. I've got any of these guys, doesn't matter what happens off the field so who are the four again so it's aaron Rodgers, deshaun watson 
Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield? It's not close. Okay, should I take Baker out and put Tom Brady in there? Well, then you get in the whole one-year thing. No, I, I'm okay with Baker. Put Baker it's, in there. It's just for this this year. Okay, just for this year? Well, yeah, based on, put... based on talent and, and also off-the-field issues is kind of where I'm going with this. Well, if you've put Brady in, I like the four you've got because I think they all have issues. Brady has no issues. He's going to show up. I heard they might get Julio Jones for a one-year contract. They did get Julio. They did. So that's done. Uh, they're going to win another Super Bowl. Um, and I wait, I'm waiting for Gronk to decide that, hey, I don't like to practice, but I'll play because Tom called me. In the worst retirement ever, the agent said, well, he's retired unless Tom calls. Okay, that's not a retirement. <laughs> Well, saying, Tom's going to call. Well, Tom retired for like 45 days or something like that. Yeah. So to get Bruce Arians fired. That's the way that whole thing shook out. So Bruce Arians got Bruce Arians left. And then Tom Brady announced the next day that he was returning to the Bucks. I love I do love how as a society, we think that all of these people that we follow are altruistic. They're not. No. They're self-serving. No. You don't. you don't Everybody get to that is. point. Yeah, well, everybody is, but especially at that level of yeah. eliteness, you don't get to that level without, without running some, some people over in the process. That's it's exactly right. So, did want to get to Chris Landry's uh, thoughts on Byron Young as Tennessee is set to open camp on Monday. They'll have their media day on Sunday. But here's Chris Landry's thoughts on Byron Young, Tennessee's defensive end. Chris Landry has been a scout for Nick Saban. He has been a coach for Bill Belichick. He knows what he's talking about at Landry football. Chris, what do you think of Byron Young? Well, I thought Byron had a really good year last year. I know that, um, you know, you don't think defense at Tennessee. It's what kind of most people don't think. So maybe it takes a, a performance like Byron had and a couple of others had that, were really good. I thought um, they were really good at getting into the backfield. Uh, they were top 10 in the nation in tackles for loss per game. And it was was really, you know, uh, Byron Young and uh, Jeremy Banks were the two biggest reasons why. Those two guys played very well. But from Byron's standpoint, I thought he did a really good job penetrating. I think he's going to be a big part of, um, you know, their improvement, if there is to be improvement. But um, you know, um, Tyler Barron is back, you know, across from young, that's going to be key. And you know, he kind of played with the transfer portal, but they need more consistent pressure from the pass rush. And, you know, they need Byron to play well. They need to, to have guys behind him and, and opposite him play well, but edge pressure was pretty good. Needs to even be more consistent this year, but, not surprising that he got some recognition among on coaches and well, I don't really know who voted on the award, but he certainly played well <laughs> and on film. Yep, he did. He played well and on film. It was the media, so we don't know what we're talking about half the time. I, I, I think, despite Alabama's run, the media's only picked the SEC champion like maybe half the time, which you would think it'd be pretty easy pick Alabama every year. So I'm going to defend Amanda, not that she needs it. Because she can defend herself. She's feisty. But I'm going to defend her on this. Because G. Smith asked about today's tough question. and says, why those quarterbacks? That's tough. 
Rogers is old. One guy suspended. I know one guy's suspended. I know he asked why the question, yes. and then he answered it with, "That's why it's snarky and interesting." Rogers is old. One guy is suspended for a year. Murray is short as hell, and Baker, who knows what he'll look like. Out exactly. of those, out of those four, which is the most surprising? You got to pick which, one. Which, which has the most surprising year? I think it'll be Baker. I heard it. I, I, I think I think Baker's realized that he has to have that sort of confidence, but that it can cross the line into cockiness. He doesn't need to be on commercials when the Browns just finished the season like six and ten. You know, he, he, he knows that. So and also G. Smith pointed out that Hooker said that Joe Milton could throw the ball 100 yards. Well, you know, I mean, really, when you get to this level, arm strength is not the key. If you if you ask anybody, G. Smith, that it's it's really accuracy. That's that's the one thing. It's not only hitting a receiver so that he catches the ball; it's hitting a receiver so he can run with the ball. One of the Everybody, best. Everybody, good. Go ahead. No, no, no. Everybody also said that AJ McCarron could throw the ball seventy-five yards. Oh, I don't remember that about AJ. I remember his girlfriend. Um, Britt Musburger was a big fan. Uh, So awkward. That was the most awkward thing Uh, watching that game. And I was just like, yes, calm down, man. She's like, the over young enough to be your granddaughter. Just the over under on that chick is nine and a half. Okay, you gotta stop. It was creepy. Well, you don't have to make it even more creepy. Well, you get the betting reference because Brent Musburger was known for gambling on games he called, which is frowned upon. I'll tell you who doesn't bet that. on games is Viles Automotive Group. Viles Automotive Group is right there on Callahan. They have the selection. They have the service department to keep you going. And But best of all, they've got integrity. I mean, isn't that really what it's all about when it comes to car shopping? That's what's difficult to find. Well, Viles Automotive Group has that right there on Callahan. They want, they need, and they appreciate your business. So I know this is a semi-big week uh, for Tennessee recruiting. So let's get to Talking Cruton, brought to you by Biles Automotive Group. Talking Cruton. Am I right or am I right or am I right? Who's on Tennessee's board? The names you need to know exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. So Wilkie Denod out of Florida is set to make his announcement on Wednesday afternoon. Depending on when you're listening to this, he may have already done so. But nevertheless, let's forward the story a little bit. I'm told that he'll probably choose Auburn, but Florida State has a shot. So it probably isn't going to be Tennessee. But it may be. But let's look at what could happen to Auburn. Okay, so if he commits to Auburn, I think it's imperative for Tennessee fans not to get all rowdy on him on Twitter, as can happen. I don't think you it'll never happen. do that. I'm just saying. Yeah, you should you never do, do ever. Yeah. Don't get yeah. rowdy with these kids. They're kids. They're seventeen. They're Chill out. Agreed. Agreed. And th- there's only been like one incident where I thought a prospect kind of teased a fan base that I understood it, but I still didn't. I still didn't condone it, but I kind of understood it. But he is set to make his decision. And then another one that is, is pretty interesting is um, Aiden Mizell 
will announce his decision. Uh, the wide receiver is uh, set to announce his decision on Friday. We'll see where he ends up. He's a little bit tougher to predict from uh, what I've talked the people that I've talked to in recruiting circles. Yeah, I think that Aiden Mizell very well could end up at uh, Tennessee. I think that's a, a possibility. He will make his announcement on Friday down to Alabama and Florida and the Vols. As for Tennessee, he said they're an up-and-coming program, and I have a great relationship with the whole coaching staff. So to choose between the three, if you want to go pros or cons, correct me if I'm wrong, at Tennessee you probably get to play sooner than later. Uh, at Alabama, most likely you're going to have to wait, but there's definitely proof that waiting's okay at Alabama. You can have a great NFL career. At Florida, there's some uncertainty there. So I see no reason why Tennessee can't pick up Mizell. I think it's a possibility. I think he's – I think it's a possibility. Who was – I think I'm it'll asking. end up being Florida. Maybe. But who was the person – who was the prospect that teased a fan base? I think we're all well, waiting for that. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to tease it forward. I can't even remember. But there was one who went back and forth and back and forth and – he was having fun with it. I've seen this happen, not to this. There was only one that I thought really crossed the line, but I've seen this happen with fan bases before that. I'm sorry, not fan bases, prospects that tease fan base, fan bases. Oh the, the ultimate example, I'll give you this, is Jalen Ramsey. I think I've told you this. When I first went to Brentwood to interview some guy named Max Staver who went to Florida and was a stiff, and – uh, this guy comes in, Jalen Ramsey, and he was stunned that I wanted to interview him for ESPN. He goes, you want to interview me? And he was going into his junior year. And I said, well, your coach said I should. And I really thought that it would just, you know, post it as post it, like we all tend to do in content creation. And I wrote a story about him, but did I think he'd be anything? No. And now he's one of the best corners in the NFL. Along that way, um, you know, I was not necessarily threatened, but asked very sternly to take down a story that I'd written about him that was factual. And uh, he got caught up in the recruiting process and he did some teasing back and forth with Florida State and Tennessee. And yeah, I, but that is not the one example that just I can't I can't remember. I'll probably remember it as soon as the show's over, but I can't remember the exact uh Man, I wish I could remember his name. All right, so this day in sports history brought to you by Amanda LaFrada and Vassie Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It's worth the drive. Toro, count on it. They've got it all, commercial, residential mowers. They're right there, Vassie Lawn and Garden in Cleveland. So this day in sports history, Amanda, what do we got? Anything exciting going on? Um, <clears throat> Something that you'll love, but then also something that was sad. So... In 1996, the bomb explodes in Atlanta at the Olympics, at Olympic Park. Oh, my gosh. That? Uh, that was a yeah, whole. I, I pointed out that location when I was in the car with your husband mm -hmm. uh, last week mm -hmm. in Atlanta. Yep. <laughs> so so and there's I a, that. And they weren't friends at the time, but I know a lot of people uh, that were covering that for the new Sentinel. So, yeah, that. Yeah. And then they got the wrong guy. There's a whole movie on it. I haven't watched it, but there's a whole movie. 
Yeah, that Jewel guy, that poor Richard Jewel. Like, yeah, he looked like such a schlub. Poor guy. I mean, he's on the front of every paper. He ended up winning the big lawsuit for a defamation. As he should have. Did they ever find out who did it? Who actually did it? I think they had to, didn't they? I don't know. We they just know it wasn't him. Yeah, we just know that it wasn't. We just know it's right, definitely Richard, not him. The good, Richard, the good news is you didn't do it. The bad news is we have no idea who did. Yes, All right, so what else happened on this day in sports history? So for you, in 1999, uh-huh. Tony Hawk is the first skateboarder to land a 900. Just for uh, you, because you have a man crush on Tony I Hawk. I don't have a man crush on Tony you Hawk. You have a man crush on Tony Hawk. I... I like Tony Hawk. I think his Twitter feed was funny um, for a long time. And they did find the guy. It was Eric Rudolph. Some side that, Yeah, I thought that they did. Yeah. I have but, one more. One more sports history. I know it's a lot, but we had a lot going on in the okay, history of sports today. Have you thought about how crazy a 900 is, though? Yes, I know. See, I told you you have a man crushed on Tony Hawk. Okay. So, also in last year... This is the day that Simone Biles withdrew from the team finals in the Tokyo Olympic Games. It was just last year. It was last year, 2021. She withdrew, but for everyone, everyone ripped her. Do you remember that? They ripped her. They're like, Why did she withdraw again? It actually came out that she withdrew because she had the condition when you're a gymnast, you'll sometimes get this where it's like vertigo but it's vertigo flipped upside down. So when you, you tumble and stuff, because I used to tumble, when you do that stuff, it'll something happens and you'll get vertigo. But whereas when you're, oh, you're yeah. doing stuff in the moment, you, you can tell where the ground is and where, you know, where it's not. But when you get that condition, you can't tell. So she could have really hurt herself. She could have landed on her head and it would have been really, really bad. So she withdrew from, and she said it was a mental problem, which it was a mental problem, not a mental health problem. Right. So just like getting vertigo, that's not a depression issue. That is, that it's is a different. mental I, problem. It's just not, yeah. it's like an imbalance, I mean, like a balance problem. Have you ever been around anybody that's had vertigo before? I actually have. Um, it's, I had Weird. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Like you can't do anything. You have to lay. It's not people think of it as getting dizzy. It's not getting dizzy. It's physically just not being able to tell where you're at. Like it's it's really bad. Jeez. I don't want yeah. that. I don't yeah. want. I, and see, I, I, I still do a lot of tumbling, so I don't want what Simone Biles has either. I just go in my backyard and do some cartwheels from time to time. You just tumble like with words like you don't really tumble. What? What can you what can what can you do still to this day from a tumbling standpoint? <laughs> Nothing. I haven't tried because I don't want to try. On a trampoline, I can do everything I used to do in high school. But no, I'm not trying that. I don't want to die right now. You could have been on the man show. The humidity, no. Don't you I remember the man show? Yes, Girls I wear bras. on trampolines. I oh. wear bras. So no, I'm not on the man show, but my wife almost, has jumped. My wife has jumped on that trampoline. I know you told me, but not during the show. That's why I I'm almost 
Yeah, I almost died in the humidity yesterday. So I'm not going to try to purposely go out there and land on my head. Like, it's just not going to happen. And by the way, cherry pie is my favorite pie. Someone asked yesterday and you didn't give me an opportunity to tell them, but it's cherry pie. So okay. good. So our reset poll question, where is it? Anybody voted yet at this point? As yes. You didn't like mine at all. I love mine. Well, mine yours, no one else liked it because no one wow. wanted to have their sister date anybody that you yeah. listed. So I would love it if I had a sister dated Nicolas Cage. Aaron Rodgers, 75% of the vote. Who would you take yes. as your quarterback in the NFL this season? Yes. I don't think there's any doubt. Who would you take to recommend a masseuse? Deshaun Watson. Have a fantastic day, everyone. For Amanda LaFrada, I'm Dave Hooker. Have yourself a good rub down today. Okay, no, no. There's nothing wrong with massages if you do it the right way. So awkward to say, though. And by the way, Aaron Rodgers is going to have the most surprising year because he's going to win the Super Bowl. Could happen. He looked really stupid in that Nicolas Cage thing, but it was kind of cool at the same time. Um, dirty. Yeah. Geez, Smith saying that's terrible. Yeah. Sorry. The rub down. Yep. Smith, yep. We'll, the rub we'll, down is terrible. We'll be here tomorrow and you can completely tear me apart. By the way, wait and see. Jimmy Haslam's about to be in the news. Just giving you a little hint. The owner of the Browns ties About to a rub down? No, 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 no. Not that. No, did he go with Deshaun Watson? He did not. Okay. But it's the contract that he signed Deshaun Watson to that is uh, really, really, really frustrating NFL owners because it's all guaranteed. It's unprecedented. And I'm, I'm telling you that uh, the media will descend on him because he has to speak because football season is here. One of the things Are massages about- included? Included in the, contract. In, what? in the contract for Deshaun Watson, is there like a massage, like person inserted? Yeah, no, no, no comment. A have mas- a stop. Have a fantastic day, everyone. She's Amanda Lafrada. I'm Dave Hooker. Go to offthehooksports.com. So we'll have a breakdown of the top incoming players, and we'll have interviews with Jacob Warren. Uh, How about Cooper Mays? How about Chris Landry? And more from Amanda LaFrada. G. Smith just said something I'm not going to repeat. Have a fantastic day, everyone. Off the hook sports.